On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me crippling pressure to have a baby. It's Podmas, bitches. I'm scrolling TikTok at 3am because my nervous system's too fucked to go to sleep and I feel too anxious to put my phone down. Is that why I'm having an existential crisis? There are always going to be a million other things you could have decided to do. <laughs> I'm broken. I love how that's become a thing, like the Podmas bitches thing. As always, hello, Podmas day 11, we're still here. Can you bloody believe it? Okay, let's check in. Feel like I need this, some grounding check-in energy before we get into this quite weighted, controversial topic. Ooh! Okay, check in for today. What is your golden rule? What is your golden rule? Okay, I mean, I feel like a really easy cop-out answer would be do it for when you're 90. Like, you know, that's my thing. It always has been, well, didn't come out of the womb being like, do it for when you're 90. But I feel like that's like maybe a cop-out answer. Um, what is your golden rule? I, I mean, I feel like this is a cliche phrase and I'll explain what it means. The best time to do it was yesterday. The next best time to do it is right now. And just the idea of, okay, you haven't done it up until this point, but you can't change anything that's happened. Like you can't change your behavior in the past. You can't change what you have and haven't done. The only thing you can kind of control now is what you do today and so it's so easy to get down on yourself about oh I haven't gone to the gym I'm so annoyed I've let myself get like this or maybe like let's not make it body weight related because ooh, I wish I'd started this podcast six months ago I should have done this and it's like okay but you didn't what can I do today it's so easy to dwell and be resentful of decisions you've made in the past um, and I like to think that I don't do that. And I like to think I really live by the idea that it is what it is up until this point. It has been one way. The only thing you can do now is like change it right now. And if you don't like who you've been, I hope you can have the courage and I hope that I can continue to have the courage to just keep iterating and keep changing. And hopefully that will make a happy life. I guess that's my golden rule for right now. Anyway, that's a good one. I kind of want to put that back in. Okay. I won't put it back in, but I am going to keep that somewhere because I feel like that's a good question to like constantly come back to. This has been one of the topics that I've had written down to podcast about even before Podmas. But I think I've been kind of asking myself like what would I want from an episode if I clicked on a topic or a podcast or a video of this topic and this title what would I want from it and I think there is so much kind of information and support for women who do want children I think that's like the prescribed path and we'll get into that and so I think if I was to click on this it would be because I either didn't want children or I wasn't sure and I felt confused and I've been feeling the kind of pressure from society, from our like biological clock. And I think that is the side that I would want to listen to. And so that's what this episode is going to be. This is not by any means going to be a sort of like balanced argument video essay um, because I think there is so much information out there for people who do want children. So my position right now, I'm 27. I am single, very single, the most single I've ever been in my entire life. I am not married. I do not have children. And 
I am confused. My name is Polly and I am confused. If this was an AA meeting, that was that would be how I would introduce myself. I've never been like the classic marriage and babies kind of gal. I've never dreamed of like the white wedding. I've never had an idea of like the type of wedding that I want. Monica from Friends had the scrapbook from when she was a child and had all of her dresses and the decorations and her bridesmaids dresses. I've never had that. I've never had like baby list names. I've never been that type of person either. I've never felt particularly maternal. I don't really look at children and think, oh, really want one of you. Like sometimes I can be like, oh, that's a cute baby. And I don't dislike children. (laughs) My younger sister is currently pregnant with a little girl and I'm very, very excited for her. But I've never really seen myself as like being a mother. Like when I look into my future, I'm not sure what's there. But I definitely, I can't visualize the idea of like being a mum. We kind of prescribed this kind of linear trajectory. So we have a boyfriend, we live together, you get married, you buy a house, you have children. And that's kind of this like linear progression that we're kind of sold. So marriage, first of all, I have never, like I said, never really been like a white wedding kind of gal, never like fantasized about my own wedding. I love the idea of love. And do I imagine myself falling in love, making a lifelong commitment to somebody, Um, hopefully lifelong, but I mean, I'm also not naive enough to think that every lifelong commitment continues to be lifelong. But do I imagine myself making that type of commitments to someone? Yes, I do. I would love that for myself. Do I see marriage and that kind of like binding contract to be a really important part of it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I do. I feel as though marriage is very rooted in misogyny. There is a very, very high level of almost like ownership of the women through marriage. I mean, like traditionally, the man, your dad like man number one, your father walks you down the aisle, hands you off to man number two, your now husband. And it's that kind of changing hands of belonging. You change your last name from your father's last name, your family last name to your partner's last name, your husband's last name. It feels to me and has felt to me for a long time, like a very archaic tradition, one that doesn't necessarily embody a lot of the values that I hold for myself. I also fear, and this is an idea and amusing more than a kind of statement or like factual argument. I wonder if we as a society, I think amplified by social media, are so obsessed with the idea of getting married and with like engagements and having a wedding. We're so obsessed with getting married without thinking about what it means to actually be married, all the things that actually come with that and having a life together and what that means and the kind of obligations that you're making to one another. And and so I do wonder if we're all kind of buying into this romanticization of weddings and marriage without really thinking about what it actually means long term. And maybe that is one of the many reasons why divorce rates from marriage are so high. I feel myself even succumbing to this often is this kind of like hive mind mentality when it comes to our obsession with engagements and these like engagement announcement cultures and putting engagements and marriage at the kind of forefront and pinnacle of success. And I think the more we see 
people getting engaged and I don't know about you but my Instagram feeds and timelines are truly at an all-time high which I guess makes sense because most of the people I follow are of a similar age and we're all kind of growing up engagement announcements the marriage announcements baby announcements it's all at this all-time high and I do wonder if the more we see the more we're kind of conditioned and continue to be conditioned that that is the trajectory and that is kind of the norm and that is what we should be focusing on. Even if we don't necessarily actively think, oh, that is what I should be doing. There is this kind of hive mind mentality, the people we surround ourselves with, whether it is in real life or social media, if we're constantly consuming the idea that everyone's getting engaged, everyone's getting married, engagement is the next step. I wonder if we're being conditioned into believing that that is the path for us, even when it might not necessarily be. Like I've never been a, like I said, I've mentioned a thousand times, I've never been a an engagement, like an obsessed with engagement, marriage, babies person. But even I've been like getting in my own head about it. Maybe it's also all the Christmas films I've been watching. And I have never realized until this year, how prominent the idea of the only thing that people need to focus on and the only metric of success and happiness, especially over the holidays, is marriage and having a good relationship and having a boyfriend. And so I, I'm watching loads of Christmassy films where that is kind of the pinnacle of happiness and success. And then everyone around me, it seems online and in person, is kind of working towards babies and marriage and engagements. Even I'm finding myself starting to think, God, is there something I should be focusing on? Do I need to like get on the apps again? I'm not even dating right now. Like, should I be dating? Am I this like anomaly? So I have always been the type of person who can be susceptible to being a little bit of a chameleon, a bit of a mirror ball. I can be very susceptible to the desires of people around me. And sometimes I find myself stepping into certain characters or amplifying certain traits of mine or like stepping away from certain traits of mine based on people around me and what I think people around me desire of me and expect of me. And if like other people are very excited about something, I tend to get very excited about the same thing. I'm a mirror ball. I can change everything about me to fit in. I really do feel like I have so many things and like facets inside of me that they, I am very susceptible to the desires and interests of others. I'm very, very consciously aware of that. And like I've had two serious relationships in my life. The first one, the one who got away, we've mentioned him before, was very, I mean, I was very young and I think I didn't really know anything else apart from the prescribed path. I'd never really been exposed to the idea that there was anything else other than boyfriend, marriage, babies. But when I was in the relationship with him, I very much imagined us having children and we talked about marriage and children and that was kind of the path and so I was very excited about that then my other relationship Casper the ghost that he very much didn't want children ironic now seeing as he has a child and so I guess I'm like fear for myself that I am a bit of a chameleon like like what do I actually want for myself and like who would I be and what would I want without the kind of influences of others like at my core what do I truly desire? And I think I'm just still figuring that out. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to not know. I think if there's anything that you shouldn't rush, 
it is the decision to have children. I think this is where it comes down to like fear of having them and fear of not having them. Like the idea of having children, like I am scared to have children. One, what if I don't like them? What if I have children and I don't like them? I love to change my mind about things. If I could find the through lines of my personality and if I had to sum myself up in like one sentence, it would be, I can't stick to anything. I love to change things. If I stay in one place for more than six months, I feel suffocated. Even sometimes if I make dinner at the same time, too many nights in a row, I start to feel like I'm too in a routine. I start to feel like I'm trapped in a cage and I have to like mix things up in my routine because I just feel so trapped and set in my ways, which I hate about myself. What if I have children and I feel really trapped and then, and I feel like I've given up my life for them, and I don't want them anymore. <laughs> you can't just like move to a different country and start all over again when you have children. Oh, you can, but you have to take them with you. And what if I don't want that? <laughs> I worry about resentment. Like you do hear stories of women a lot saying, yeah, they wish they hadn't or they love their children, but they wish they hadn't have them. Like they miss their life before them. And I, I do really like my life now. And I know I'm young and maybe this will change. I'm open to the idea of that, but also I think it's okay to be like, I really like the freedom in my life and I really like the life I'm living. I love hanging out with my friends. I love having disposable income. Well, I would like to have a little bit more of it at the moment. But I think like when you have children, a lot of money does go to them. Like children are so expensive. Like people are out here not having money for fucking gym memberships or like being able to go out for dinner. How do these people think they can afford to have a child and this isn't judgment to people who want to have babies this is just almost like my stream of consciousness that goes through my head when I'm laying awake at night and I start to think like should I have kids should I not also something I think that is not talked about enough and I heard one person say this it was either on a podcast or something and I have not been able to get it out of my head ever, ever since. Why do men get to be parents without giving birth? There is obviously nuance and exceptions to this. Like not every woman gives birth and is a parent. Like there are parents who have not like physically given birth, parents who adopt and lots of other situations as well. On the whole, men just get to be parents. Like they get to do nothing, essentially. They support the women that they are having babies with. But then one day they go to the hospital, they come out of the hospital and they're parents. Whereas we have to go through this like traumatic experience on our bodies. And I know it's natural and it's the cycle of life and our bodies are designed to do that. And that's why we have wider hips and our bodies are literally designed for it. But I have this very, very strong fear of actually giving birth. I don't know if it's because I haven't touched wood, spent a lot of time in hospitals. Um, so I'm just not used to like being in pain. Like I have quite a fear of going to the doctors and going to the hospital. I haven't been to a dentist since it was free when I turned 18 and I'm nearly 28. So it's been nearly 10 years since I've gone to a dentist, but I have good teeth. Um, I don't know if I want to put my body through that. And I think people don't talk about that enough. But then there's also obviously this conditioning and fear around the biological clock and the idea that if you don't have them now, it will be too late, which I think does beg another conversation of like why we're so obsessed. I guess this is kind of controversial. Why we're so obsessed with 
having our own biological children. Like there are so many children in the world that have terrible homes that do not have parents that need adopting. Like why are we so obsessed with having our own biological children? Like there are other options. Again, these are all just like things that we have been conditioned and that we all individually need to kind of come to our own opinions as to what we believe. And there are lots of reasons to have children as well. Like I said at the beginning, I know this isn't like a well-rounded argument of like pros and cons. There's so much information and support for women who do want children and they're is less and less on this side of like, what if we don't want them? Like, what will our lives look like without them? And I think that's the thing. I feel like a lot, an argument I had for a while as to why I should have children, and this was kind of like niggling in the back of my mind, was the idea of like being alone when I'm older. Like, I want to have children so that I have people to look after me when I'm older. Otherwise, I'll be alone. I mean, that's almost like putting this condition on your child. Like, I think that's a very selfish reason to have children. Like, I'm having a child so that it will look after me and it will kind of serve me when I'm older but also they're not under a contractual obligation to look after you your child your child might be like me and fuck off to another country every opportunity it gets and not look after you like just because you have children it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be alone when you're older and they are going to look after you when you're older and I'm just not sure anymore that that is a strong enough reason to have children I just think it is a shame that at 27 years old realistically I've only been living my life for eight years you know like from the ages of zero to 18 you kind of do what you're told to do and you live this life that you have to live like you have to go to school you do all the things that they tell you to do that your parents tell you to do and then you become 18 and that's when you start living I've only been living my life for eight years really and then all of a sudden I'm being kind of forced to make these astronomical life-changing decisions. I just want to live my life. And I see videos of other women discussing this, like whether to have children, whether to not have children. And always the comments are filled with women who have had children saying, wait, like don't rush into it. Enjoy your life first. Having children is, they always say, having children is the best thing I've ever done. Like I love my children, but I wish I'd waited longer. Enjoy your life do your thing first. And I don't want to spend my 20s plagued with the worry of, should I have children? Do I need to be finding a partner? Do I need to find someone? Like, am I wasting my time having fun when I should be out like looking for a baby daddy because my biological clock is ticking away? I don't want to spend so much of my 20s worrying about that, that I don't enjoy them. Life is good for me right now. Like lots of great things are happening. I'm not celebrating an engagement or celebrating a marriage or babies but I'm building my career and I'm traveling to loads of places my sister and I are talking about moving to Australia together next year and there's just there's a lot of things to celebrate in my life right now and for you too I think there are so much to celebrate aside from just the babies and the kids and those kind of milestones that we're told are like the pinnacle of celebration and success. Things are changing. Like we are living longer. People are having children older and there are other options. I think, like I said before, if there's anything you don't want to rush, it is having children because it is such a life altering decision and it is not a decision you can take back it's not like oh you could move to Australia and if you don't like it you can come back like once you have a baby you've had a baby there are options like there are always options and that's what I tell myself whenever I get into like a bit of a fear like there is always options don't ruin your present by fearing your future the same water that softens the potato hardens the egg
the same water that softens a potato hardens the egg. And so there are so many reasons to have children. There are so many reasons to not have children. And I think there's no rush to know or figure it out. I think for myself, I'm not attached to the idea either way super strongly yet. Maybe if I meet someone that will become more clear. Right now, imagining myself at 70 with all of my girlfriends, childless and just like having a party on our yachts because we're all rich, because we've all worked really hard and had loads of fun and prioritized fun and freedom and living. Um, That sounds pretty good to me. So (laughs) who knows? If you got to the end of this episode, let me know. Let's go back to the beginning check-in. I want you to tell me what your golden rule is. What was your golden, what is your golden rule for life right now? Let me know. Happy Podmas. I love you. Bart did not make an appearance today because he is in the dishwasher. He's very upset about it, but he'll be back tomorrow. Okay. Love you though. Chat to you tomorrow. Happy Podmas. Mwah.